Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. The girl's like, oh my gosh, this is her first haircut. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, okay, sounds good. Well, I'll save all of her hair. And I'm like, no. And Liz. In St. Louis, <laughs> when you go trick-or-treating, in order to get candy, you have to tell a joke. We don't just hand out candy to just because you ring the doorbell. You say, all right, now tell me a joke. And then they tell you a joke. And then that's how you get your candy. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Hey guys, happy Thursday. How's your week going? My week is going good. We're kind of like back to normal this week. Yeah. Last week was crazy. Things are back to normal. I'm still not sleeping. James doesn't sleep. Fred sleeps. Fred sleeps. <laughs> Hattie still doesn't. Oh. But Fred does. Um, I still think that the third trimester tired is worse than the newborn tired. But I will say that the four months of not sleeping through the night is starting to catch up to me a bit. Well, yeah, it starts to get to you. Yeah. yeah, I like don't know what's going to happen when I get pregnant again. And then I have like the first trimester tired and then the third trimester tired and then also a baby. You know, it doesn't get any easier, but you get better at dealing with it. Wow. Kel, thank you. I'm That's, so, you're so good at advice. No, I do give good advice. Can you like, actually... You do it, give good advice. I give very good advice. You do. I don't always take my own advice, but no. I, the thing is you can't do both. You can't like have it figured out and tell people how to figure it out. No. I can just tell you what to do. Yeah. Well, I'm happy I, I have take my you own to advice. do that. Yeah. Um, but you take my advice and I give you really good advice. Like what? I don't All the time. You're just t- no, calling... No, you do. And, calling me and asking me about all you know life's questions and i just give you my sage wisdom and you You you're better for it are very good i don't want to say you're very good at giving advice oh you're so what do you want to say (laughs) i want to give you a different compliment oh okay you're very good at putting things in perspective oh and sometimes that's all you need is a perspective shift you know what i'm saying yeah i do because you're very good at blowing things out of proportion (laughs) (laughs) you're great let me give you a compliment you're great at that i'm such a visionary like that <laughs> i can really turn a mountain into a no you, i can turn a molehill into a mountain wait what yeah you can turn a molehill into a mountain i can make a mountain out of a molehill that's what i'm trying there to say. you go exactly that was a molehill um you, we just make yeah, like like moles like when moles come out of the ground and then they make like a little hill are you still dying at that segment we did a couple weeks ago, like sayings that don't exist? Yeah, I've been trying to come up with some and I still just can't. They are so funny. I actually pulled the carpool to see if they had any. Should I try to pull oh, up and, yeah. and read some of them? Why don't you talk about something while I'm doing that? Um, Let's see. Let's talk about... It can be anything, Elizabeth. Man... You think I would have... You think what I'd are you and James going to be for Halloween? You know, his... Uh, my sister-in-law gave me a lion costume that she had for her two sons. And so I'm just going to make dress them up as a lion. We don't have any plans. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Maddie and I were both like violently ill with the flu last Halloween. And we were so bummed we didn't get to hand out candy in our neighborhood. So like all we want to do is just like be at home, dress trains up like a lion and like hand out candy to the kids. Okay. These are hysterical. Okay. What do you got? You're really frying bacon without a shirt here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that was so funny. Do, do you get what it means? Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't bake your bread before it rises. Mm, 
that's like something that like a southern a southern grandmother would tell you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't learn to drive in a parked car oh <gasps> that is so deep oh man that hit that hit <laughs> even cinderella had to wash a few dishes no, she had I to feel wash, like, like the, a lot of dishes. No, I feel like there's something there. I don't think that that <laughs> there's someone with Cinderella and, and something or other. Let Jesus take the wheel, but don't hit the gas. Let Jesus take the wheel, but don't hit the brakes. <laughs> Give him full control. You're, pedal to the metal. No, but in his time. Give him full control. Give him the wheel. Give him the gas. Um, Hold on. Don't bite the nipple that sustains you. (laughs) Gosh, these are funny. This is funny. Okay, let me try to find one more. It's like one more really good one. Yeah. What is your dog doing? He's trying to get up in my business. Um, don't look for clarity when it's raining. (gasps) Oh, I love that. Um, People, I think, were a little confused by... Well, not confused, because they are accurate. But one thing that keeps getting sent in here over and over again, and it's kind of like giving cowlick adjacent, um, I could care less. And we always say, I couldn't care less. So if I... Hold on, Elizabeth. Get some brain space. Open it up. I'm I'm trying. Okay. So what do you say? I couldn't care less. But like then you're saying you could care less. I couldn't... No, you're right. I could people care say less. I could care less if they do that. It's like, well, then care less. The correct. You're right. The correct saying is I couldn't care less. I couldn't. A care. lot of people say, okay. oh, I could care less. OK, well, then care less. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I couldn't care less is, is it's right. correct. But a yeah. lot of people say I could care less. All okay. right. Which means you're caring. I couldn't care less about this conversation. So <laughs> let's move on. OK, well, let's move on to what do you got? We don't have a millennial word. I don't. Because we just gave you a lot of new ones. So hey, Gen Z's, feel free to take some of those up. My personal favorite was don't fry bacon with... Wait, you're really frying bacon without your shirt on. Yeah, that's a good one. That'll hurt you. That will hurt you. That is bold. Shopa bold. Okay. Um, what do we have today? We have not a millennial word, but we have our last three transactions. Which is going to be a- juicy. We have oh. dumpity doodahs. Okay. We have, I have some good industry news. Like finally dug deep, found a dark cord in the internet, found something juicy. Okay. We have, um, dish the drive through, mm-hmm. Blake's besties, mm-hmm. general banter and chatsies. And chatsies. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know how to start when I don't have millennial, the word of the day. Well, so let's, I mean, is anything else like new or upcoming for you? Let's see what's today. Um, well, I am looking forward to Halloween. Yeah, I'm going to make a chili. Are you guys dressing up? Uh, I'm not. I don't believe in adults dressing up for Halloween. Sorry. Um, I'm because so, I get that. I'm so I'm so lame. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I'm a lame person. I'm a lame human being. I don't you, do fun things. I don't have a lot. of. I'm just a loser. Mm, I don't want to dress up for Halloween. Yeah. You know what rubs me the wrong way with adults dressing up for Halloween? Now, I'm okay with it, especially if you have like somewhere to go. I should back up. Can I back up for a second before yeah. I get... Yeah. I don't like when I'm going... The thing with adult Halloween parties is what is the vibe? Is everyone going all out? When I have shown up to adult Halloween-esque things, some people are doing the most. Some people are showing up in a Halloween sweatshirt. And I just don't... I'd, I'd rather not be in a costume than be in a costume. That's what I'm going to say. I think it depends on who you are. Because I'm the type who's like, you're giving me an opportunity to wear a wig. I'm going to take the opportunity. 
Yeah. So I would dress up, but you would just be the person who shows up in cat ears. And that's fine. There's two different ends of the spectrum. Now, here's back to my... But the beautiful thing is that we can get along. Back to my statement on dressing up for Halloween. I looked up like family Halloween costumes. Like I have an accessory. Like I have a baby. Like what's James going to be? You know what pisses me off? Huh? When it's the Pinterest moms (laughs) who make themselves Elsa and their daughter Olaf. It's disgusting. And their baby, the reindeer, and then their husband, Kristoff. You know. You know, and like they pick the cutest outfit. Like they pick the star. Like they're Dorothy and everyone else no, is a munchkin it's and so weird. And the lion and all this stuff. It's <laughs> it bothers it's main me character so much. energy. If you're the mom, your daughter gets to be Dorothy and you put on a lion costume. 100%. You are a scarecrow, you are the tin man. Your daughter is Dorothy. You, and no, you don't get be Glinda either. Like you it really bothers me when they take like the cutest outfit of the group. I'm just like not the biggest family costume person. I also just like want my kids to be whatever they want to be, but I also think I have a pretty good like um this is like kind of like how I like how I'm kind of parenting through okay. this. Like trying to navigate this. You know, and I, here's the thing. I'm on year what four of to- two of toddlerhood. I have a four year old and a two year old. So like mm-hmm. four year old and a three year old. So like who knows where I'm going to be. I'm just like not making like the selection of a Halloween costume that big of a deal. Because the second like I ask them what they want to be. I take them to the store. They pick it out. They're over it. So here's the thing. I'm like, oh, it's Halloween. Like and we have a lot of like dress up clothes in the basement and my mother-in-law like has so many costumes mm-hmm. so it's like oh george you could dress up as you could wear your zookeeper fest or you could wear this astronaut costume that grandma had it's just like which one does he want to be not giving him all the choices i'm not making it a big to do and like hattie we have like an um we have like an anna dress that she mm-hmm. could wear or we have like a cheerleader outfit it's like which one do you want to be and like that's just i'm not for right now for I, right, I, I, and they well, don't I, they don't really get it yet no they don't get it and Oh, yes. Like when they're seven and she's passionate and she like wants to be something, that's fine. But I just don't think I think it's overwhelming to take a toddler to Party City. Well, because I think it's because you spend forty five dollars. You made this mistake with George because you were so excited. I know. And it was like, what do you want to be? on october 1st he's like a lizard and so then you'll get a freaking lizard lizard costume costume. and then what does he want to be a freaking giraffe come actual halloween and it's like why did i you said you wanted to be a lizard obviously he doesn't get it no he doesn't get it so i'm just kind of just going with it a little bit i love that and like you know if time comes and like they just like hattie wants to like wear a random dress in her closet and like throw on a carhartt hat like i could also just see that being her it's like whatever they want to dress up as yeah it's their it's their Halloween. It's just t- their it's, Halloween. It's not your Halloween. It's their Halloween. So true. And I fondly remember picking out our Halloween costumes at Party City. Yes. And I like, but again, when we were like eight, seven, yeah. or eight. No, I agree. Like when, when it's time to do it, we'll do it. I just yeah. think that sometimes we put a little too much. We'll put a little too much. You try to like rush into things sometimes as a mom or because it's like you want to you want to be so excited for like that phase of it. And yeah. It's like well, my kids just aren't there. Yeah. You know, like fair. they're just entertained by anything. So it's like, why would I do all of that? Yeah, fair. George is probably going to wear his zookeeper costume and like carry around his anteater toy. Yeah. You know. Which is just really the average Thursday for him. But yeah, it's no, it's honestly no special. He'll just wear his regular clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am trying to teach George a joke, though. And it's so hard. Oh, my gosh. It's so hard to teach a four-year-old. So here's why. In St. Louis... Oh, yeah. This, this is, is interesting. interesting. This is interesting. This is good content. In St. Louis, <laughs> when you go trick-or-treating, 
in order to get candy, you have to tell a joke. We don't just hand out candy to just because you ring the doorbell. You say, all right, now tell me a joke. And then they tell you a joke. And then that's how you get your candy. And I can't believe that's only a St. Louis thing. And I encourage every city in the world to adopt this because it's first of all, I think it's very good for children. It's good for them to stretch themselves they a little stretch bit. themselves, tell a joke, learn some comedic rhythm, talk yeah. to the stranger. Mm-hmm. Well, in a safe, I mean, in a controlled environment. No, no, a, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you have to be, you have to be comfortable with interacting with adults that you're meeting. Yeah, for the but first like time. in St. Louis, like you'll go ring the doorbell and you'll say trick or treat, and then the people will open the door and say, "Okay, what's your joke?" And every kid will tell a joke, or you don't mm-hmm. get candy. And like I just, why else is it called trick or treat? I don't understand. I think they're saying if you don't give us treats, then we're gonna egg your house. We're gonna trick your house. I think that's well, no. We're saying I have a trick as a joke. You have a treat. Let's do an exchange. Trick and treat. It is like I I I was still so sh- I don't think think I learned that was a St. Louis thing until I started the car mom and I was like what you guys don't do this so what's the joke you're okay teaching so George? here's why it's hard to teach George a joke though because jokes are a um like a a say and response kind of thing right correct yeah so I'll be like George say knock knock and then I'll say who's there and he says who's there I'm like no you don't repeat that mm. you just say knock mm. who's there boo don't cry and he just like he doesn't understand like what i say what he says so yeah. like, okay knock knock jokes are too complicated got it so then i said let's just try to do the what is a ghost's favorite food blueberries blueberries yeah. a classic yeah. a classic funny joke still he doesn't know that they're supposed to say i don't know what yeah he's like saying it too fast it's yeah. very when i say we've been working on it for like weeks now like we do it every morning on the way to to school and we're not making progress so if anyone has any advice um well you know what he could say is when they're like oh give me a joke and then he could you know you think of he won't get it but you think of something like they say like oh you know the cardinals no like, i know or whatever like, no. you pick a sports team i don't know i don't know enough about sports but no it's like like tell me a joke use car prices like i get yeah, it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. there you go but that's so anyway, a good one thanks but anyway so that's where that's where you're at. That's where I'm at. And there's also just like so many like Halloween things. Like now that we're kind of in it, like our school has like, or Georgia's Praise School has a trunk or treat. So like Love here it. we are at trunk or treat. Our town had a parade. They're throwing out candy. Our town has like a downtown trick or treating thing. We're going trick or treating. It's like, oh my. Have you seen the Switch Witch? No, it's the Switch Witch. So What's the, the Switch Witch? The Switch Witch. What's the Switch Witch? I saw this on Instagram. The Switch Witch is once you bring your kids home from trick or treating, you let them pick out five pieces of candy, 10 pieces of candy, whatever it is. Then the rest of their candy, they put it on the front porch and overnight, a wi- the switch witch comes and takes the candy and places a toy there instead. Obsessed. Obsessed. Here's the problem. What? George will do it. Hattie won't. And then they'll be jealous of each other. Mm. Well, that is just, that's that. I'll think about the switch switch. I thought that was a really good idea. No, it is a really good idea. But I'm also like not going to give my kids access to their candy because I think they're too young for that. Yeah. So it's like I'm just going to take it and I'm going to slowly and surely eat all of it myself mm-hmm. anyway. Maybe you need the switch switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. What do we okay. got, Liz? Dumps? Dumps. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, so I took Hattie. This is what I have. I took Hattie for her first haircut. She's three, just turned three. And she has pin straight hair. I mean, there's not a kink or a curl or a wave to be found. A cowlick, though, for sure. <laughs> a singular cowlick. A big old cowlick in the front. Um, 
so I'm like, I just I chose like, you know, I was going to do like the whole like experience, like sweet and sassy of it all. Or like mm-hmm. they go and they do the glitter hair, but it's just like such a to do. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I think she's going to think just like the regular old haircut in our haircutter place in our small town is fine. Yeah. Made it a special day, like whatever. Took her there. The girl was like, oh my gosh, this is her first haircut. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, okay, sounds good. Well, I'll save all of her hair. And I'm like no you don't need to save her hair no what she pulls out an envelope and she starts cutting cutting her hair into an envelope and i'm just like oh no i don't want to save it she goes what you're not sentimental you don't want to save her hair she's like don't you want to like look back and feel how soft it is i'm like no no so anyway i i said okay we can save a little she wrote hattie's first haircut 10 18 23 it's what um i don't have george's no i and i took a picture she, she, to like, she kind of like gaslit you into like feeling <laughs> bad about not about not, not wanting to keep this hair guys what am i gonna do with child's hair i mean come on come on you're not it's not even one of those I'm things where you're gonna like it? give it to her when she's older and like oh look it's creepy so i'm gonna throw it in. i'm gonna put it in her I'm, here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put it in her special basket and I'm gonna throw it away in 15 years so okay. stay tuned well if you are happy with that decision anyway i didn't cut her hair short enough i only did a little bit i just think she's like gonna be a bob kind of girl i think she'll be cute with that i think she'll be darling with bob i know because i just couldn't commit to the bangs I, the, Elizabeth, I asked my instagram if i should do bangs and i have never seen so much passion and so much discord in my dms people saying Bangs on little girls are the absolute cutest. It's the only time in her life you're going to want to do I this. Agree. Like every girl should do bangs once. You have to do it. We all like, and then people are like, absolutely do not do it. And here's the thing. The people, here's the thing. I got more bad pictures of bangs than good pictures of bangs. Uh, and the bad pictures were like, I could see myself. I could see Hattie in these photos. Like, why were they so bad? Like, was it bad haircut or just didn't look good on the I think face it was, or what? I think it was, I think it was a bad haircut. And I think it was. And that's just the risk you run. And that's just the risk you run. I don't know. Maybe I should still do it. But then I think that's where I think I need to go to an expert. Because like, I know offense to this girl who cut her hair. But like, I don't know if she knows all about these cowlicks. Well, that's the other level of of fear. I mean, I don't think I think Hattie's fine. I don't think you have she has to go through a phase where she has bangs. No, but I had bangs. I had bangs. But like, I would have been fine without bangs. You think your life would have been this edit turned out the same? I pretty sure. Pretty mm. sure it would have. Okay. Anyway, that's all I had on my dump. It's just like a big thing for me. It's what I've been going through. Um, I was thinking we could start a new segment. Oh, <clears throat> maybe maybe just something we like check in every now and then, just because I'm I'm very interested by this. It's just like what content are you consuming right oh, I now? Love that idea in the sense of what books are you reading, what podcasts, what oh, Netflix, what shows are you watching? Just so like it doesn't have to be anything insightful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like what are you listening to, or like what like what are you consuming right now? You want to go first? Um, sure. I actually just finished listening to Hotel Hotel Nantucket. I've read Hotel Nantucket. Which is one of those stories that was like, it was a good story. There's a little bit of a love story. Not no, too no much. No smut, which is good sometimes. Um, and it's just like an easy listen. I was invested in the characters, invested in the story, wrapped it all up in a nice bow, like very just good, easy listen. I think they call it like a beach read. Total betrayed, if that's what they call it. Um, and I am watching on Hulu Justified. Sounds intense. And I will say I do constantly feel like I'm 
gonna get shot because that's just like everyone's always getting shot in this show but it's about a u.s marshal who hunts down fugitives so i guess that's like kind of you know a lot of guns um but it's a really good show some it's an entertaining show i'm enjoying it there's like five seasons so there's like plenty i think they're like 45 minute episodes so there's like plenty to watch so anyway justified good show easy watch you do sometimes feel like you're gonna get shot though okay any other podcasts that you're into um i've kind of been off podcast i go through such phases of the podcast I'm, I'm kind of off them right now okay i have been listening to the four hour work week uh-huh you went we went over that that we already went over that i'm still going through that um we're watching suits i like got, i don't even think i made it to the second season of suits i just kind of got bored with it i am bored with it but i'm also comforted by the boredness okay do you kind of get that no that's fair i like you know it's yeah it's boring it's dragging i'm i can't believe how much i can't follow some of what's going on like i like to think i'm decently smart mm-hmm. and like i have no idea how we got here are you looking at your phone or are you like paying attention no you're like paying attention yeah well I don't know. I think I may be like, you know, I may maybe like miss a word here or there, but it's well, like. Well, I felt like with Suits, if you missed like one moment of it, then like well, the rest of the it. episode was shot. Maybe that's just the issue. Because it was like there is one key moment and if you didn't catch it, then it's you. You're playing catch up. And it's also kind of like the show where it's hard to explain what's going on. So like there'll be times where like, you know, how do you get out of bed? So I'll go down and like I'm layer. i sure I understand. Oh, oh, sorry, Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be times where like Hattie gets up and I'll go layer, layer, layer back down. I'm going for like. 90 seconds i'm like what that's I'm, all it takes in until suits. there's like i'm like what i miss until there's like i don't know and like he's watching it but like i just think it's like so much to explain yeah so it's fine um heather mcmahon came out with her comedy special comedy special on netflix and it is so good it's the sh- i love heather mcmahon and i saw her sh- that the show that the show of the comedy special that she released and it's so funny and it's a perfect it's on netflix yeah it's girl funny like i tried to watch it with tyler and like he was not getting the jokes yeah okay that's good to know yeah it's really funny okay um podcast i love skinny confidential i love the toast and if i listen to any other podcast regularly i love the carpool podcast so good i'm always looking for new podcasts you you know what i was actually thinking about this Hmm. yeah that's i mean i like like some car podcasts but like those are like you guys won't like them trust me I barely like them. I listen to them for, for for skills. Here's what I think should happen, you guys. Here's where I need... Because, you know, you want to start a new podcast. Which freaking episode do you start with? Mm. I would like to be able to pin a podcast episode. And I think all other podcasters should be able to pin their top episodes. Where to start? Well, yeah. I was like, what's a good episode? Because, like, I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to get into you. And, like, you know, even, like, the best podcasters who, like, try to have like good segments and like not talk about themselves and have entertaining episodes there's always a little banter in the beginning and i'm telling you sometimes those first five minutes of banter are the hardest things in the world to get through yeah. and i'm sure we're no better oh i'm sure we're oh, no better we're probably the worst but i you know you gotta you gotta warm up a little bit you, you gotta, gotta get do, into it and i just think we should be able to pin some of our top episodes yeah so we will know where to start yeah i, I probably wouldn't choose this one i don't know it's not over we'll see where it goes um i thought Tuesday's I, episode was good i think who's tuesday's episode yeah i thought it was i mean i felt like our flow was good i haven't listened to it yet but yeah i felt like we were anyway um i agree with you um okay let's move on to our last three transactions where we spill wait where we reveal our bank account subtractions yeah last three transactions we reveal our recent bank account subtractions okay i will go first um 
there has been a dip in the weather and having a june baby i'm like oh my gosh i don't know how do i know if he's warm enough ever so we bought some fall clothes i went to carter's and target got him some hats got him some like outerwear onesies um to like put over his jammies um and that's that's where we're starting i have a similar one so my kids kids are so funny you guys know like i'm such a kite baby stan right Mm -hmm. and like i love the kite baby jammies my kids love the kite baby jammies however they hattie i bought him at costco last year has two pairs of fleece footy jammies and we obviously didn't let her wear them during the summer because it would have been so hot yeah but i was like cleaning out clothes and she found them and she begged me to put them on her begs me to put on these fleece footed jammies on her I was like, okay, it's 50 degrees. Sure. Like, we'll try this out. Yeah. I don't want you to get to. And she's a very hot sleeper. So I don't like, I mean, she'll wake up like drenched. So I really don't mm-hmm. like to put him on her. Um, The three tees didn't fit. I was like, okay, it's her birthday coming up. Like, I'll just buy her like a four T pair of fleece jammies. Mm-hmm. First of all, older, like toddler sizes of fleece footed jammies are the most ridiculous looking things I've ever seen in my life. They are so big. Yeah. And here's the crazy part. The fact that those are $21 for a three pack and a zero to three is $23. Uh, for a three pack like this is this math is not mathing no it's like so much more material like, so used. so truly we're getting ripped off on the zero to three yeah we're getting ripped off because mm-hmm. you can make three jammies out of one of george's five t jammies yeah i'm feeling passionately about that okay so anyway i bought some of some updated fleece jammies for hattie and i just like i think i'll let her like wear them like maybe if it gets very cold she can wear them but I, i'm telling you like she cannot wear them to sleep she sweats yeah and then wakes up sweaty like she like needs those breathable jammies but i might like let her like wear them during the day or like you know like after her bath and like sometimes we always like to go outside in the evenings like i love especially on these like fall evenings i love to like take them outside yeah so anyway um cute love it um man i really have not been buying a lot lately like so proud of myself but i did recently send in a walgreens order to get some photos printed um because i'm finally at the phase and this is one of my things i was really excited about having kids because i feel like it's weird to have just like mine and maddie's wedding photos like plastered around our house but like i love to i prefer to have like photos versus like artwork but it just seemed weird that the only photos i had were like just of me and maddie around our house so i used our family photo um shoot that we had and i finally had like baby photos and like people other than just me and maddie in our photos i know i actually noticed that but do you know what i mean yeah like Mm -hmm. I, i i don't know what to do with like all of our wedding photos no i know and it's just hanging up photos in your house is so weird because also do you think it would be like it would be weird let me ask you this question okay would it be weird for you to have like a framed photo of my family in your house yeah i do right it would be weird i do yeah it would be weird but like why i feel like maybe like 20 years ago that wasn't weird yeah because like you could like i guess they didn't have social media you couldn't see a like if you wanted to see a picture of me like you'd have to have a photo yeah but isn't that just crazy like i would never have a photo of like james in my house like maybe should i am i like a bad aunt to say that well you also just like don't have you only have so many places i feel like our house like we don't have like a lot of like little nooks and crannies like put picture frames no i don't have i have a lot of wall space but like i feel like picture i feel like if i were to like hang a large photo of your fan like not even large like a five by six or five by eight or whatever that it is 
um of you guys like on my wall that's weird i think if i had it like a you know four by six like framed in a on a bookcase where there's like other ones maybe that's not quite as weird but to like have you on my wall that's weird right so weird yeah one of my last three transactions was i bought this i don't even know what you would i guess i bought masking tape a 12 pack a colored masking tape why colored it's because my kids are obsessed with tape they're oh. obsessed with tape. They're oh. taping toys together. They're taping things on the floor. They're hanging up pictures with tape. It's all about the tape, 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 tape. And I'm obviously leaving the masking tape because, hello, they're like going to rip the paint off the yeah. walls. And I thought like they would think the color masking tape was fun. And they do. And it was a 12 pack for $5, $5.99. I mean, and that is where children's um, toys are a total rip off. You know what? I've been I've been really starting to think about Christmas, aka Thriftmas, aka whatever I'm gonna do. And I used to always think I couldn't do the wear, want, need, read because I'm like, oh, I'm only gonna give them one thing they want. Like that seems yeah. so sad. I think I'm gonna do it this year. Really? Because here's why: I think the things they need, and I think other things can be just as fun. Yeah. And they just have a lot of toys. Yeah. And I truthfully, I just buy them toys throughout the year, every once in a while, like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe that's not great. I'm not saying like, not like every day, but like, you know, sometimes we'll just like go to Target and like, we'll be like, okay, let's pick out a new toy. Like, I need you guys to be distracted. Well, too. also, like, you feel like such a super mom, probably when they get to pick a new toy and they're really excited and you want that feeling more than just one time. Yeah, it's addicting. It's addicting feeling. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm probably going to do like one thing they want, maybe two. Need, wear, read. Maybe something to do, like tickets to something. But I just well, the other like, the other thing with having kids close of close in age like that too is it's like if Hattie wants a dollhouse and George just really wants a snapping turtle toy, toy like those aren't equal, right? Right. So it's like you have to also find the balance of like if yes. you're gonna give them one thing they want, they have to be like of equal stature. You're so right. Yes, but so here's what can I give some updates about what I'm going to get them, I think. Uh, yeah. This is kind of random. Okay. Kind of a tangent. Should I not? Well, I mean, you're. I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay, read. Getting the magazine subscriptions. Oh, yeah, cute. I think they're going to love that. And that's like going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Their need, I'm going to get them suitcases. Cute. Suitcases with their names on them. Love it. Because we just like always like going, like staying at like tell our parents' house or my parents' house or like whatever. We have a couple of family trips planned. And I just think like they will freaking love their own suitcases. Yeah, they, they will. are going to love their own suitcase. They're going to think mm-hmm. it's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Okay. And then masking tape, maybe, for their stockings. If they're good. Um, yeah. Gosh, do you remember when Grayson got coal for, Chris- for Christmas? Yeah, she deserves Have it. Have we talked about that? I stand by that. Um, yeah. So, one so- time for St. Nick's Day, which I think is December 5th, it's like we would get something in our stocking. Our youngest sister, Grayson, got coal because she was going through such a horrible phase. And it was like... <laughs> This is a little preview into Christmas. You better turn it around or else come Christmas is going to be filled with coal. So so just know, kids of the world, it can happen. We've seen it firsthand. We have. Yeah. Sometimes it, it, it happens. And it did traumatize her, but she did turn it around. So. And I think she also got presents with the too. No, I don't think she did. No, I think she did. Mm, I don't know. Um, okay. My last thing. Kind still a, a subtraction but not a physical thing i got my hair cut by a curly hair specialist oh my gosh i'm so, i think we're all so invested in this journey um it's a really annoying journey because things just like aren't working so i went to a curly <laughs> hair specialist and he was like just so you know like i can cut your hair but i can't give you curls i'm like no trust me i have curls like we just have to bring them out and so he's like okay so he cuts my hair chops it 
which is fine because I, I actually kind of wanted it like a lob and I think it's cute, kind of short and kind of gives me some more volume. And then he washed my hair and tried to st- and tried to style it using the products. I had to like, we did all this different stuff, diffused my hair, used these clips, all this stuff. And by the end of it, it was like half dry and it didn't look great. And he's like, this is all I can do. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Here's $70. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. Yeah. It sounds like he's kind of gaslighting you. So do you have curly hair? I do. And a lot of people in my DMs are saying I went through a similar thing, but like it took me months for my curls to come back. And I tried telling that to this guy and he was just like, okay, like he didn't really care about my journey. Um, And so I also think the more product I use, the worse off my hair is, which is like anti what everything on the internet tells me That's but like interesting i think that the product makes it like stringier the next day it makes it like heavier like it's not doing good things so i don't know where i'm at with it it's just like day two it looks so horrendous that i like i almost have to brush it out or just like leave it in a bun and i started this journey because i used to be able to wake up leave my house with my hair being just like beautiful curls and now i wake up leave my house with like a rat's nest and i'm looking for ease not more work I like the length. I almost think you should go shorter. Like, no, I don't think do so. Do you just like lob, like do a true lob? Um, No, because when I do wear it curly, it is actually shorter than this. This is it brushed out that you're currently seeing it. Oh, I see. So when it's curlier, it's even like shorter. Anyway, what's your last, last transaction? My last, last transaction? Your last, last one. Let me see. Let me go to my Amazon. Oh, you didn't have it like prepared? Well, no, I ha- didn't actually, Elizabeth. Because I haven't really been, I'm kind of with you, I haven't been transacting. I bought a new tripod. I mean, I don't really know. I know. We maybe shouldn't have done this on this episode. No, we maybe shouldn't have. We haven't really been buying things, which is good for us. Which is good for us. But I bought a new tripod. A new, like, you know, good one. Like, it's, it does the things. It does the party tricks. It's adjustable. I really needed a new tripod. Mm Mm-hmm. Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know we are very transparent about our transactions here at the carpool. So let me put you on to my hack. Rocket Money. Cancel any unwanted subscriptions you have today. Maddie recently told me he wants to get YouTube TV to watch football this season. I'm like, great, sure. Let's see where we're spending our money, which subscription services we aren't using and we'll cancel those in order to pay for this new subscription because how often do you just say sure we'll sign up we'll cancel at the end of football season and then you're still paying for all these other subscription services you aren't using rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills all in one place stop wasting your money on things you don't use cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Today's episode is brought to you by Keepsake. When I had James, I was going back and forth on how I was going to preserve all of our memories. I got like a baby book. I wasn't sure if I was going to save them all on my computer. Like it just seems so overwhelming. I didn't know what to do, which is why I'm so happy that I found Keepsake because it is the easiest way to par- for parents to capture and preserve memories about their little ones. You get text response. You get text sent to you every single day, and you respond with a quick little answer or a photo. It's been a great way for me to 
have a spot for all these random million selfies that I take of James to go. And then at the end of the year, you get a physical printed book sent to you with all of the selfies, all of the memories. They have the sweetest prompts, things that you would have never even thought about. And you just answer them in the moment at the end of your day. And it's been so awesome. So I would highly recommend if you're trying to figure out the best way to preserve your baby's memories. And so um, Keepsake is offering 20% off the annual subscription to our listeners. And all you have to do is go to keepsake.com slash carpool and use code carpool. And that's keepsake, Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E.com slash carpool. Kel, it is time for our advice segment. And if you want to get your own advice, you can write into hello at the carmomofficial.com. This comes from Jen. She says, I have two little girls, a two and a half year old and a four month old. I hear you talk about your postpartum bodies in such a positive light and want to be able to do the same. I'm one of three sisters and we grew up with a lot of emphasis on looks, so I tend to compare my body to my sisters and friends, whether good or bad. I don't want to pass down negative body image or an overemphasis on looks to my daughters, but I'm struggling with feeling self-conscious. How can I switch my mindset to be more positive about my body? And how do I take the steps to take care of my body without being down about it? I know that God made my body and there are some things about it that I can't change like bone structure and weight distribution, but he also wants me to take good care of my body. So this is a good conversation to have. This is a loaded question. Yeah. We've had, and you and I have had a lot of conversations We've had about this. So many conversations about it, and it is it. It's a different level of responsibility when I think you have daughters in the house, mm. and it happened to me very recently because I I think I think you also, as like a as like a newer mom to toddlers or just like you know I'm, in the grand scheme of my motherhood, like I'm I'm in the beginning of it, you know, yeah. like I'm I'm experiencing things for the first time, mm-hmm. and I was like looking at myself in the mirror, like I lifted my shirt up and I was looking at myself in the mirror, and Hattie came up behind me and did the exact same thing. And she was two and a half at the time. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I immediately pivoted and I was like, I look so beautiful. Yeah. But like, yeah, it is, they, it is, it's intense. So there's like so much to, to dive into on postpartum bodies and what that is like. And I, for the most part, I want to say Like definitely be grateful for your body, for what it can, for what it did, all the things, say that, try and put yourself in that mindset as much as possible, but also know that like, yeah, everyone does feel that same way. Like everyone is like this, I don't look like I used to, like this is hard. This, my body, I don't recognize myself. Like it is okay if you're struggling with that because it is incredibly hard, especially when we live in a society that places so much um, emphasis on women's looks now on the comparison front of it because we have sisters and tell you for a while we're the only one having babies um and i think like what i've been trying to do with my comparison game is just shut that part of my brain off as much as i can because i can't no one can be compared to me right now even kelly who recently had a baby because you had a baby five months before me which yeah. is significant in yeah. the grand scheme of things. So it's like, you. there's nothing to compare here. Apples to apples. There's nothing right. to compare with me and my sister who's never had a baby. There's nothing to compare with my, me and my sister who's 21. Like you just, there's no comparison game to be made. So you just like have to turn that off and just like know that this is the phase of your life that you are in 
And like, there's no use in comparing anything to anyone right now. And just not even allowing your mind to go there for me has been very helpful. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I have struggled with my postpartum bodies a lot, especially because like you said, like, I mean, I'm so close to my sisters and like, they're all super toxic showing up in crop tops. And I'm like, okay. Like, I just don't even get a start on our mom. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it makes me feel, it it would make me feel very bad about myself. And I think what's also interesting is, you know, we get to see so many women online go through their postpartum journeys. And like, yeah, life's not fair. I don't know why some sisters get a bounce back quicker. Like, it's just like, what? Like, you only gained 22 pounds? Like, I gained that in my first trimester. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's very weird to be able to see so many different people go through it. Um, Also, as someone who lives much of their life online, let me let me tell you this, I am four months postpartum, I am still 30 pounds over my original weight. Okay. Yeah. When I'm usually picking the better angles when I'm on my stories, when I'm posting, like I'm, I am still trying to pick better angles. So like, don't look even at my Instagram and be like, oh, look, she bounced. Like people on Instagram are posting their better, their better options. They're still doing that. So like, that's another that's another thing that we're doing. But I think always like tangible, I always like to give like tangible advice in these kind of scenarios. So I do think like, and that's why I think one of my biggest, my biggest pieces of advice I've ever given to new moms is budget some money for yourself for postpartum clothes because it makes such a difference. Like stop buying the baby clothes. The baby can wear jammies. Like I buy the baby jammies. Mm -hmm. It can wear jammies. Buy yourself some clothes. That is more important. hundred percent. Like they don't need the cute darling outfits and tutus and shoes. Save the money. Buy yourself clothes that you feel good and that and like you just I think there's it's such a toxic mindset to be like, well, I don't want to buy jeans because I know I'm going to lose it. Okay, great. We'll celebrate. and We'll buy a new pair. Yeah. Like buy clothes that fit you now because it's going to it's very, very damaging, I think, to yourself and to your mental health and to your and how you feel when you're so when you don't have clothes and when you hate getting dressed. Um and like sizes are you just have to forget sizes like yeah you have to forget it don't care about it order four pairs of jeans don't even look at the sizes just try them on and then yeah. just keep the size that fits and then oh, okay cool that's a 10 all right i'm gonna live with that it's fine yeah sizes are moronic it's so disgusting to me that like men's sizes are like 32 34 because it's 32 inches in the waist and 32 inches long and we're over like here like it's an eight you're like what's an eight well it's a small to a medium with a small one it's like yeah it is the fact that i have a pair of jeans in my closet that are fours that fit sixes that fit eights that fit and tens that fit is disgusting yeah it's it's like what is wrong with i know it is it is so ridiculous and it makes it so hard to order things and it's but you have to just like order a lot and try it all on because prior to pregnancy i was like a very true size six guys i'm wearing some stuff that's size 10 some stuff that's size 12 like that and that is a a okay it is so okay yeah um and you know what as far as uh getting like you said you want to take care of yourself and everything like for sure take care of yourself if you are breastfeeding eat the calories you need to take in like you're still you're still not done with your journey just because the baby came out does not mean it's time to like cut the calories like work out like crazy like take care of your body and like 
you know what? We'll get there eventually. Yeah. We do not need to get there. Our mom always says it took 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 nine months to bake the baby. It's going to take nine months to make it to get it all off, and maybe it will take even longer than we'll that. Definitely take longer. Than well, it's just like it's not going to happen in three months. No, it's and not. And that's okay. It's not. Some other things, I, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard, but I'm kind of like the CEO of my own health mm-hmm. these days. Like, I'm just wellness for the win all the time. Um, when I, so things that made me feel better postpartum was prioritizing protein. And I feel like when you prioritize protein in your diet, you make healthier choices. You stay fuller longer. Mm-hmm. And so I would just prioritize protein. So, like, every meal needs to have protein. Like, do a protein shake in the morning. Like, I just felt so much better. Also, I'm all about the water intake. Yeah. Like just keep flushing it out. You'll feel better. And when you're ready, like I just did that micronutrient testing where I got my blood drawn and they sent out, sent these results off to a lab to like five weeks for the results to came in. I just came back. I found out what I was low in. Mm-hmm. I found out what I was deficient in. I'm not like going into this blindly, like guessing what supplements I need. I'm going to get on some supplements and I'm going to just take over my health and become the CEO. Um, Absolutely. And also consistency is key. And that is that goes across the board. So up your protein intake go on you don't have to do anything crazy go on regular walks i'm gonna give a shout out to an instagram follow i recently found um she kind of you know was going she had two babies um and went through a health journey um and it's commit to change with crystal with an e i i've been really enjoying her stuff um and she lost 70 pounds in seven months wow so uh, I really like her stuff. I watched some of her stories and I would, uh, for the most part, agree with everything that she said of what I have seen so far. So the, that would be my uh, suggestion. I think she gives like really good tangible advice. Well, Liz, are you ready for industry news where I spilled the hot tea going on in the auto industry? Yes. Okay. I got some studies, some stats, some lists for this year's industry news, for this episode's industry news. The most popular car colors in 2023... Guess the top four. You can do it. Think long and White, hard. White. Mm-hmm. Black. Mm-hmm. Gray. Mm-hmm. Is this a wild card? No. Green. Nope. Come on. Red. It's gray adjacent. Silver. Yes. Number one for 2023 was white. And fun fact is last year, it was number two. White and black switch this year. Is this the industry news you dug into the deep corners of the internet to find? Yeah. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. White makes up 26% of the cars on the road. Black is 21%. Gray is 19%. Silver is 11%. What's the first wild card color? Red. Blue. Blue. Oh, yeah. I should have thought that. There's a lot of blue cars. Um, But it wa- it used to be red. Yeah. And then blue. But, you know, I think like since the car rooms like really just been like influencing so much different parts of the auto industry like everyone's coming out with a blue car these days mm-hmm. red's 8.2 percent green's one percent brown i've been 8. enjoying the green cars lately yeah same yellow point zero you don't see yellow as often as no, you used to one. so elizabeth it's so true punch buggy isn't that what we used to do um yeah when we saw what was it called car? It was called Punch Buggy, but I think that was when you were supposed to... Oh, or was... No. Punch Buggy was when you saw a um, Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, Zip. Zip. Was when we ca- I'm saw sure everyone calls it something different. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought that was, you know... You guys, I'm sorry. It's slim pickings around here. We're on strike. The auto workers are on strike. Yeah. The content is slim. Um, okay. Well, do you want to do our digital drive through? No, I have another one. Oh, okay. Okay. This article is depressing. Oh, tell me more. This is from iccars.com. 
pandemic hangover forces used car shoppers to buy much older cars. This is, it, it's just, it's, it's insanity is what it is. Okay. This basically, this is a chart that breaks down how much more expensive cars are. Okay. So in 2019, so the average price of a used five-year-old car in 2019. Are you following me? Yes. I'm going to say it again. The average price of a used five-year-old car in 2019. $18,000. Okay. The average price of a five-year-old car in 2023, $27. Mm. That's a 50% increase. Wait. Twenty wait twenty seven thousand dollars twenty seven thousand you said twenty seven dollars oh sorry um wow so a five year old car that's today not is that fi- long twenty nineteen is not that long ago. no no that that's like nineties versus now sort of like inflation that's how it feels fifty yeah. percent increase even like if you look at I mean this is this is the, the it's crazy because the newer you get the more expensive they get which I guess isn't really that shocking because the cars are getting more and more expensive but. In 2019, the average price of a two-year-old car was $23,886. Okay. In 2023, it's $37,675, 57% increase. That's not That's good. And this is like what we said last episode. Like, what are we supposed to do about this kind of affordability? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, like I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to talk about this. Like, these cars are unaffordable. It's like the housing market. Yeah. And what I'm scared of and what what I'm scared is going to happen is these manufacturers are going to realize people can't afford these cars and they're it's going to be subscription city. Yeah. I'm I'm sure everyone has felt this way like every generation but like don't you just feel like this like is just the worst time to be no, an adult. No, this this is no. This is it's worse. It the, the, sucks the, the to percentages be an adult right like now. I'm not an idiot. I I understand inflation. The percentages are too much. Like we can't keep up our the income's not keeping up. Uh absolutely not. The cost of living is insane. The income doesn't keep up and it's just like it is crazy. I mean, I've got to figure it's like I'm over here genuinely trying to figure out like how to tailor and change my content to talk about more. And what's difficult it's so difficult to talk about pre-owned vehicles because like people are always like, "Hey, what what car do you like for 20 grand?" And it's like, "Well, I don't know." Because, like, are we talking about a Honda Odyssey with 250,000 miles on it? Or are we talking about, like, you know, a Mitsubishi Outlander? Like, which, like, yeah. it's like, how do I compare? It's it's just, it's very difficult because so much of what goes into a vehicle price is its mileage and condition, not just the car. Like, new cars are easy because it's like new cars cost what they cost. Mm-hmm. But by the time you get into mileage and limit, it's just, it. it's not that it's hard maybe, for me to advise families on it's hard to it's hard to create content in like a mass market kind of yeah scale. maybe we could talk less about like the individual cars and like more about the condition of cars so it's like maybe these are some red flags like little verbiages things like i probably wouldn't look at it if it has these things or th- these common things that will come up on a used car aren't that big of a deal or don't scare like we could yeah. talk in a more general tone yeah I don't know. Just I just idea. thought these like, I mean, to do a 50% increase on a five-year-old car, yeah, I mean, that's half disgusting. the car's value. That's mm-hmm. half the car's value. And, you know, it's like, well, they're getting more. Like, you know, now they've got this and now they've got that. And it's it's also just, but then I it's also... It's like, fine, then take it away. But no, you, but then you I don't go, give me the option. But then I go back and forth because it's like, yes, the cars are more expensive, but now they all have automatic emergency braking and pedestrian warning. So it's like, how am I also supposed to like say... Like, I think those features are important. Yeah. 
and possibly worth it. But I, I, I do feel like, and I've said this a couple of times, I do think that a lot of crash prevention tech started to slow down around the 2018 time. Meaning like most of the cars in 2018, 2019 have the same tech that the brand new cars have on them mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Like bef- prior to like 2018, like you might not have cars with blind spot. You might not like even prior to 2016, like they might not even had a backup camera. Once you kind of get to that 18, 19 though threshold, I feel like they're kind of like, they're running, they're running together for me. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. some of them might have a few more features, but for the most part, they have good tech. So maybe that's my advice. That's great. Callis. That's, that's something. What, that's it's what we're it's looking not. for. It's just something. Um, okay. Well, are you ready for a dish to the drive through where, where we, we give, give you an, an easy dinner recipe to mix it up? To get you out of your dinner rut? Sure am. Do we want to share our Croctober? Yeah. Croctober for the week? Yeah. Yeah. It went out on, went out a week ago, last Thursday. Um, but... It's also on the website. You can just, if you, honestly, if you just like type in Croctober on Google, like, like kind of like the, like the fourth one to pop up. Oh, I type in the Car Mom Croctober, and then it's the first one that that. Oh, pops and that's up on when S- I'm shopping, and that's on SEO. Yeah, optimization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is lasagna soup. Um, do you want to read the recipe or no? I, it's, on, it's it's on, oh okay, it's, it's, so you can look it up. Yeah, it's just, it's it's just a theory. Like I just think it's the vibe. Like we wanted to do a soup one. Okay, I love lasagna. As people know, lasagna is very hard to make. It's a good so we wanted, we wanted to make it in. We wanted to do a soup one. So that's what we did. Sounds like a very comfort meal. I hope so. At the time of this recording, I haven't made it yet. Um, no, same. But I bet I have. No, I definitely have. But I've made it by the time this episode releases. Yes, yes. Um, what do you think about? So we're gonna like. I don't I don't know if it was like crystal clear, but like Croctober is expanding into November. Yeah, like we wanted to do eight. So then we could do a great eight. So I hope you're cooking along with us. Yeah. Crocking along with us. Yeah. Should we change? Cro- should we change Croctober to Slovember? Someone sent me that in my DMs. I thought it was Slovember. That's cute. And I thought it was funny. Croctober and Slovember. That's cute. I still really love Croctober. Yeah. But we'll see how we're feeling. Do you think November. so? I have to pick like two more recipes. What do you think about doing a dessert? Is it like a stupid idea? Is it a fun idea? I've, I'm kind um, of like going back and forth because I don't know how helpful it is because it's like I think we all want dinner made for us. But like, I don't know. There's like some fun dessert options. And I think dessert in the crock pot sounds crazy. Like, right? Like they're making a cake in a crock pot. Maybe we could do like an honorable mention like in December, like a dessert December. December. Are we just like never going to put the crock pot away? I people love it. Been, people I need been, to get the the things that you put in it. Uh, that like the plastic or no, whatever. I don't think you should do no, that. No, really? Why? Well, you know, I've been been hearing a lot about plastic lately. Yeah. Apparently it can break the blood brain barrier. I don't know. I've been listening to many podcasts. I'm chronically online. Maybe you should use them. I don't mind cleaning the crock pot. Fine. I'll clean the crock pot. Fine, you bullied me into it. I'll I'm not trying to bully you into it. I'm just like saying like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, do I, I want to, do I want to cook with the plastic? Is the plastic going to get into my bloodstream? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It probably already is. Something in your that I realized when I was getting my hair cut, because um, the guy was like, oh, where do you live? I'm like, oh, I live here. And he like lives in this like very, it was in this like trendier part of town. And I'm like, you know, I just like so go back and forth on like wanting to live in a place like out here versus like just wanting to like live so far away from everything and like be on like 10 acres alone and just like, you know, have grow my own food and everything. And I thought that was a really relatable com- comment and the way that he looked at me like I was a crazy person. Like you're like a conspiracy theorist. I thought we were all on the homestead, like kind of want to dip our <laughs> toes into homesteading and like live yeah, away I thought from we them. all want to do that. We're just, that's not and attainable. he was just, yeah. And he thought I was crazy. So. It sounds like you and this guy just did not jive. Well, we didn't really jive. And I, you know what? I gave him probably too big of a tip, but I felt bad because uh, it was like, so this is your total and what would you like the total to be and i was like oh god i'm so bad at that and you know me i'm terrible at fast math and i don't know 
anyway that's crazy now it's time for our final segment which is blake's besties where during the month of october we honor um infant and child loss awareness month by reading some stories of your babies who have gone too soon um and we are oh my gosh we're almost done with blake's besties actually i think we have one more episode where we'll we'll read them so we're gonna read a couple of them um today so uh this comes from leah she says i wanted to share a story about our sweet babies finn and emmeline emmeline let me me try i'll probably be able to do it it's e-m-i-l-i-n-e emmeline em Emmeline. 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 It's pretty. I just hope we're saying it right. I think it's Emmeline. Emmeline. After sharing that I was pregnant with our second baby boy, my older sister shared that she too was pregnant with her first baby and we were due only two weeks apart. However, at just 22 weeks, I was I was admitted to the hospital with H-E-L-L-P syndrome and advised the only way to stop the progression was to induce labor. Our precious baby boy, Finn, was still born on September 11th, 2021. Since it was COVID times, only my husband was allowed in the hospital during our stay at the birth. And I will be and I will forever be grateful for the wonderful nurses that helped us through some of our darkest days and treated Finn with such respect. My sister went on to have a precious baby girl born on her due date. It's hard knowing that her built-in best friend is not here, but I love watching her grow and imagining that he would what he would be doing at that age. Six months later, we found out that we were pregnant with a baby girl. At our 15-week appointment, we saw that she no longer had a heartbeat. Emmeline was brought into this world July 1st, 2022. Not a day goes by that I don't think about our babies, and I want to thank you for bringing bringing light to what so many women experience we have also gotten like quite a few messages about the nurse about the nurses like from nurses like i'm obsessed i they're like maybe i haven't experienced this but like i have been there for moments like finn and um they're like i want you to know like i still pray for your babies every night like i always think about your babies like the nurses and the people who are there for you in the hospital at that time like also feel these things like so heavy it's like for you as well the nurses of it all the healthcare workers yeah being a uh a nurse in like uh in labor and delivery like you are there for like either someone's like best day of their entire life or their worst day of their entire life and being able to feel those emotions is incredible so um i just feel like we need to check in on the healthcare workers more like that's crazy just like what they're there for I, i know are they okay I think they probably have hard days, but I think that they also have rewarding days. And yeah, I get that. You know, they they went into this field because they have such a heart for people. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Hey, girls, I love what you're doing for those that have lost their babies. I cried every episode last year just thinking of those women and everyone I know who's gone through it. Unfortunately, this year I have joined the group of strong mamas and have my own story to share. Early July, we found out that I was pregnant with our third child. At our first ultrasound, baby had too low of a heart rate and was measuring too small for where baby should have been. The doctor gave us a 50-50 chance of keeping the baby pregnancy through the first trimester. We went back two weeks to check on baby's heartbeat, and it had gotten lower with a 90% chance of miscarriage until our third ultrasound when there was no longer a heartbeat. I just knew during this time that I had to name the baby due to name the baby to be able to in- 
intentionally pray for him or her. My husband and I, who took forever with our first two names, easily agreed upon Ari. Those sweet, stressful weeks, I talked to our sweet Ari as much as I could and ate all the sour gummy worms for my nausea. Ari had our whole family praying during this time, and we now have Ari looking down on us praying for us. I am comforted knowing that I will want to hold my sweet baby and even catch glimpses in my dreams of what he or she may look like. It's the ones where they just like never know which ones are going to get me. I, I really don't. I know. It's um, it doesn't get any easier to hear these stories or to read about these stories. And it really hurt like hurts when you know that something's wrong. And then you're like talk and then you're trying to like soak up every yeah. moment and like talk to them and everything. Like I just I can't fathom getting that kind of yeah news. And I know obviously it happens to so many people and like you're not alone in that. It's just I am just blown away by by the your strength. By the strength. Mothers are very, very strong. Mm-hmm. We're very strong. So I always say, like, I love the person i am on the other side of motherhood Mm, yeah like this is who i am and like even like take the kid part out of it like i am just i am so much i just like who i am on the other end of it you know what i mean yeah i also love that they um decided to name the baby because now you can like she said she was able to talk to him or her and like pray to them and or pray for them and that's why i mean you can refer to them now I'm like, and I know everyone does this differently and I, nothing but respect for you and your babies. I love naming babies earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, we didn't name George. We didn't, ref- we didn't name George until he was born because I just didn't think people did that. And then we like got more comfortable with the idea because we, we love, we, we knew it was going to be Hattie. Mm-hmm. Like we knew it was going to be George. Like neither one of us just would say it. Yeah. With Hattie, we referred to her as Hattie. Fred was Fred from 12 weeks on. Yeah. Like, or no, no, I guess he wasn't. Because we went back and forth between two names. Yeah. But pretty but, early on. Yeah. like, And then it was like, we called him Fred. Like, it was always Fred. And yeah. I just, that always helped me, I feel like, bond with the baby sooner when I gave them a name. But I also understand some people don't want, I also understand some people like can't name a baby until they see it, which I get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there was a, there was a level too that I was like, I was afraid to like slap the table on a name because in case something did happen, then it's like, well, do we not get to use that well, name? Well, and see, that's so, but that that's is... the bat, but, and that's the thing where I'm like, I it was always going to be that name. So it's like you still and that's that's the stigma that I'm trying that we're trying to sort of break. That's like you do. You can still use that name like that is still your baby. Like you can still talk about your baby. Like, yeah. please, like you thought about this name. You love this name. Like refer to your baby. Talk about them. But I also but I also don't think I mean, it's your obviously it's your child. So like also if you feel like not not doing a name or not using a name like that's also fine like using not using the name and then saving the name like it's just like gotta do what's right for you you've got to do what's right for you and i think we need more of that in this world like you just do what makes sense for you and don't worry about other people say about it because they're obviously yeah you gotta do not involved so i'll come back gotta do what's right for you okay i have a story i have another blake's bestie this one's kind of wild this comes from amy she says i have two beautiful angel kids my two oldest kids whitney and vincent who were born with rare genetic disorders. Whitney lived 16 months and would now be 18. After she passed, we got pregnant with Vincent. He lived to be eight years old and would now be 15. 
After he passed, we did IVF with DNA screening and now have two sets of beautiful, healthy boy girl twins, eight and five. Couldn't feel more blessed. I feel very lucky that I got to spend time with my two kids. In 2021, my husband got COVID and was in a induced medical coma. While in the coma, he crossed over to the other side and got to see and feel the presence of Whitney and oh Vincent. My gosh. It was a beautiful experience for him and it's one that he loves to share to all the mamas out there that had to say goodbye too soon. Just know that this life isn't the end and your babies are waiting for you. <laughs> I long for the day that I get to hold my babies again. My husband is now totally fine. It was a complete miracle. <clears throat> Also, two sets of twins is no joke when finding a car with the right car <laughs> set up. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. It is so crazy. And I wanted to share that one because we read so many stories that are like, I'm comforted knowing that like I will get to be with my baby again and like they're in heaven and all yeah. these things. And I just like wanted to share that one of his experience of meeting his babies. <laughs> well, anyway, I thought that was a wild one. Um. <clears throat> okay, Cal, who's leaving our review today? I, I'm glad you asked, Elizabeth. The Hyundai Tucson moms of the mm. world. You're leaving the review, okay? Show up, show out. I love the Hyundai Tucson. So I want to see you in the review section. Can and I also saw your cries on the Facebook page. So let's see it. Yeah. Don't, don't make me regret this. Yeah. So head over to our review section, leave us five stars, and tell us why you love the pod. Okay, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you on Tuesday. Have a good weekend. You know, do some things for you. Stay off your phone. Drink some water. Touch some grass. I'm just kind of worried. I'm just, just worried clear, about some people right clear now. Clear your palate for all the Halloween candy that you're about to inevitably yes, steal from your children. Maybe some leafy greens. You mm-hmm. know, set the yeah. table. Yeah, it's all about balance. All right, see ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.